Time now for the news, presented by Boyd Furniture and Mattress Center in Wayne City, where you get everyday low prices on Serta, Ashley, Catnapper, and Benchcraft Furniture. I'm Dustin Fuller reporting. Fairfield Memorial Hospital honors an employee each month who's been nominated by their peers for providing extraordinary patient care and customer service within and outside of the hospital. Heather Barbary, who works as a customer representative of Horizon Healthcare, was selected as the January 2024 Employee of the Month. Heather has been with Fairfield Memorial Hospital since August of 2021. Heather is a dedicated and valued team member of Horizon Healthcare. We have more on the January Fairfield Memorial Hospital Employee of the Month announcement with this story at WFIWRadio.com. Over the weekend, the Albion Fire Department responded to a car fire. According to fire officials, the car fire was extinguished before any damage could occur to a nearby structure. While on scene, a call came in for a rural shed fire. Units responded to a fully engulfed shed near a home. While firefighters responded to that call, one engine remained with the car fire. The fire was extinguished with minimal damage to the home. Both fire calls came in on Saturday. A Fairfield man was sentenced to four years in the Illinois Department of Corrections, followed up by a year of mandatory supervised release on Thursday in Wayne County. Special Judge Michael Valentine handed down the sentence to 25-year-old Jacob Kurt. Kurt was originally sentenced to probation in this case, dating back to 2020, for aggravated fleeing and eluding of police. Kurt Wall sought to pay court costs of $8,052.24. A Sims man pled guilty in Wayne County Court Thursday on a charge of theft. 20-year-old Gage L. Biddles was sentenced to two years of probation by Special Judge Michael Valentine. Biddles will also be required to pay court costs of $3,149. As part of the plea, a burglary charge was dismissed. The Edwards County Soil and Water Conservation District will be hosting a cover crop coffee shop event on Wednesday, February 7th. That event will take place from 8 a.m. until 12 noon at the House of Prayer, located at 230 North 5th Street in Albion. The guest speaker for the event will be Cliff Schutte. Schutte is a cover crop seed specialist that's based out of Breeze, Illinois. Panelists for the event include Terry Taylor, Doc Roser, Greg Dickey, and Jerry Seidel. Officials with the event say that there are several giveaways at the event as well. Officials with the event also asked to have an RSVP by Wednesday of this week to RSVP. You can call the Edwards County Soil and Water Conservation District or the Wayne County Soil and Water Conservation District. We have their phone numbers, and you can also email in as well that information with this story at WFIWRadio.com. The event is sponsored by Citizens National Bank of Albion and the Edwards County Farm Bureau. Breakfast is provided by the Green Pig and sponsored by Fairfield National Bank. Wayne County Sheriff's officials arrested a man who was wanted on a warrant out of Caldwell County, Kentucky. Marion C. Brown Jr. was arrested on that warrant and taken into custody. He was booked into the Wayne County Jail pending extradition to Caldwell County, Kentucky to face his charge. A Wayne County man was arrested by Wayne County Sheriff's officials on Saturday on charges of possession of a controlled substance, aggravated attempted fleeing of police officers at a rate of speed of over at least 21 miles per hour in a motor vehicle. 
following a traffic stop. Christopher L. Downing, 33, of Wayne City, was taken into jail on those counts. WFIW News continues in a moment. This is Heidi Hodges bringing you the Daily Financial Market Report on behalf of financial advisor Andrew Diesel and Edward Jones. Friday, U.S. equities closed mixed. The Dow closed up 60 points at 38,110. The Nasdaq was down 55 points at 15,455. The S&P 500 was down 3 points at 4,891. And in the bond market, 10-year Treasury yields are trading at 4.14%. In stocks of local interest, Chevron closed up $0.57 cents to $149.14. Walmart was up $1.43 to $164.27. Duke Energy was up $0.14 cents to $95.87. Apple was down $1.98 to $192.19. John Deere was up $0.61 cents to $393.62. ConocoPhillips was up $0.18 cents to $112.23. Boeing was up $3.59 to $205.47. And ExxonMobil closed up $0.87 cents to $103. In commodity markets, the price of crude oil was up 81 cents to $78.17, and the spot price of gold was up 50 cents to $2,018.30. This has been today's Financial Market Report, brought to you on behalf of Edward Jones, member SIPC, and financial advisor Andrew Diesel, serving individual investors with personalized attention and financial advice, from his office in Fairfield, if you would like additional information, you can contact us at 842-4212. Daily commentary is also located on our website at edwardjones.com. WFIW News continues. A flood warning continues for the Little Wabash River below Clay City, affecting Clay and Richland counties. According to information from the USGS, the river is currently, as of for this morning, at two uh, at 20.33 feet and falling according to information from the national weather service the river has a flood stage of 18 feet at 19.7 feet mayflower road just north of us 50 begins to flood flood waters are expected to be up until thursday flood stage on that portion of the river is 18 feet a retired judge believes the court should decide whether former president donald trump should be removed from the Illinois primary ballot in March. Trump's lawyers and citizens seeking to keep him off the ballot presented their arguments Friday before hearing Officer Clark Erickson, the retired longtime Kankakee County judge, said it's clear Trump engaged in insurrection in the January 6th U.S. Capitol attacks in 2001. He recommended that Trump should be removed from the Illinois primary ballot but the state's election board should not be in charge of making that decision. The Illinois State Board of Elections is expected to consider the recommendation tomorrow. Illinois Department of Transportation maintenance crews are repairing potholes on state highways and interstates across the state of Illinois. Non-emergency patching operations usually take place during non-peak travel periods and often require temporary lane closures. 
Recent heavy snow, rains, and freezing temperatures have caused an increase in potholes throughout the state. Drivers are required to slow down, use caution, and move over for road workers. Five people are facing charges following an anti-human trafficking operation conducted by the Illinois State Police in Effingham. Operation took place Thursday, focusing on identifying individuals seeking to engage in commercial sex acts. One suspect is charged with indecent solicitation of a child, traveling to meet a child, and solicitation to meet a child. The other are the others are charged with solicitation of a sexual act. With additional state and regional news from the Illinois Radio Network, here is Andrew Hensel. Reporting for the Illinois Radio Network, I'm Andrew Hensel. A proposed cut to service hours for workers and group homes for adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities has been paused by Governor J.B. Pritzker. However, many Republicans are calling for the cut to be thrown out altogether. GOP lawmakers have been pushing for more service hours for those working in group homes. A proposed cut would have reduced 2.5 million hours for those workers, which led State Senator Chapin Rose to pen a letter to the governor calling for a reversal. Rose provided an update on the situation. Either here or there. Hopefully, as they pause this, they brought an alternative to the committee. I'm not on the committee, but they brought an alternative to the committee related to dispensing hours around the needs of the individuals. Rose said the idea of cutting hours for these workers makes no sense. How do you possibly want to cut 2.5 million hours of direct care to the developing disabled? I mean, whether it's, you know, basic needs like toileting and showers and things like feeding. 19 Senate Republicans signed the letter in support of stopping the potential cuts. Some feel Illinois makes it too easy for carbon dioxide pipeline developers to take farmland for pipeline pathways. Greg Bishop has more. Currently, there are 5,000 miles of CO2 pipelines operating in the United States. Bill Bodine of the Illinois Farm Bureau says members are concerned. I mean, we've been contacted by a number of members who have concerns about eminent domain and their, their property being taken as a part of the right-of-way process for developing the pipeline. Carbon dioxide is a greenhouse gas that's produced by ethanol plants. Pipeline projects transport toxic liquid CO2 for underground containment. And as an organization, we're advocating for legislation that would prohibit the use of eminent domain for carbon dioxide pipeline. The Bureau members maintain proof of willing agreements with affected landowners should be a condition of pipeline approval. I'm Greg Bishop. Local and area obituaries on WFINW presented by Neil's Funeral Home. Locally owned and operated with locations in Fairfield and Albion, Nails Funeral Home, providing professionalism and care in your family's time of need. Georgiana Figgins, 92 of Flora, passed away on Thursday, January 25th at Clay County Hospital. She was born January 28th of 1931 in Oaktown, Indiana, to Dewey George and Ruby Maple Acres Porter. She survived by her granddaughter, Nicole, and husband, Tommy Schalk, Great-grandchildren Allison and husband Cameron Eckleberry, Mason Perry, Quinn Shock, Jack Perry, and Jalen Shock, two great-great-granddaughters, Alea and Araya Eckleberry, a nephew Gary Wayne Pinkston, special friends Trudy Lambert and Diane Hempel, and her best friend and companion, her dog Betsy. She was preceded in death by her parents, a son, J. George Fagans, daughter, Peggy Suzanne 
Van Dever, brother John K. Porter, and a sister, Dorothy Jane Wilkes. A celebration of life will be held at 7 p.m. on Wednesday at Frankie Bright Funeral Home in Flora. Visitation will be from 5 until 7 p.m. Wednesday evening at Frankie Bright Funeral Home in Flora. 92-year-old Rita May Reinhardt of Xenia passed away Tuesday, January 23rd at her home. No services will be held. Frank and Bright Funeral Home of Flora assisting the family with arrangements. 86-year-old Cecil Eugene Cochran of Louisville passed away at his home on Thursday, January 18th. A celebration of life will be held at 6.30 p.m. on Friday, March the 8th at Christ Church located at 200 North Olive Road in Flora. Frank and Bright Funeral Home of Flora assisting the family with arrangements. Connie Sue Berry, 64, of Oakland, passed away on January 22nd at her home. A funeral ceremony will take place at 1 p.m. on Wednesday at Frank and Bright Funeral Home in Flora. A tournament will follow at Old Union Cemetery. A visitation will take place from 11 a.m. until service time Wednesday at Frank and Bright Funeral Home in Flora. Full obituaries including survivors at WFIWRadio.com. 104.9 WFIW has teamed up with Bob's Pizza of Albion to bring back the WFIW Birthday and Anniversary Club. Weekday mornings around 6.40, we will announce birthdays and anniversaries on the air and we'll draw for a winner daily plus a weekly prize on Fridays. Enter the WFIW Birthday and Anniversary Club online at WFIWradio.com or send a card in the mail to P.O. Box 310, Fairfield, Illinois 62837. Order Bob's Pizza online at Bob'sPizza.net. TOC Direct Media is looking for the 2024 Farm Family of the Year, presented by Davies Community Hospital. The family farm is not a job, but a way of life. They live where they work, and they work where they live. TOC Direct Media is looking to honor one deserving farm family in our area, and we need your help. Nominate a farm family today, and tell us why they deserve to be named the TOC Farm Family of the Year, presented by Davies Community Hospital. Go to our website to nominate a farm family today. Save money and time by shopping with TOC Direct Mail. It comes to your mailbox every week and includes great buys on what you want and what you need. Look for TOC Direct in your mailbox this week. It takes a special type of person to inform and entertain, and that's what we do at TOC Direct Media. Inform and entertain. If you think you have what it takes, consider us for your next move. Log on to OriginalCompany.com and give us the reasons we should consider you for one of our openings. It might be just a side hustle for you. Log on to TheOriginalCompany.com, an equal opportunity employer. Part-time, full-time, or side hustle. Want to make a comment or suggestion about this Original Company radio station? Go online to OriginalCompany.com. For comments and suggestions, go online to OriginalCompany.com, an equal opportunity employer. Dustin Fuller with his check of local and area sports on WFIW and WOKZ. Over the weekend, Fairfield Lady Mules picked up their 12th win of the season. They knocked off KZ Westfield's Lady Warriors 29-24. Lady Mules saw their lead shrink to one halfway through the fourth quarter, but made the necessary defensive stops to hold off the Lady Warriors. Lily Simpson led the Lady Mules in scoring with 16 points in the win. Fairfield travels to El Dorado this evening for their final regular season road game. JV begins at 6, varsity at 7.30. Edwards County Lady Lions fell to Richland County 53-45. to 
Grace Bishop led the scoring for Edwards County with 20 points in the loss. JV game went to Edwards County over Richland County 27-24. Lady Lions host Flora tonight in the Linda Oxby Gym for senior night. JV starts at 6 with varsity around 7.30. Eighth grade basketball championship set for tonight in New Hope. Jasper will take on Sisney for that game. Dip is around 6. Doors will not open until 5.15 this evening at New Hope. The Midwest Mini Sprint Association has announced their race schedule for the upcoming season. The circuit will make two stops at Red Hill Speedway, three stops at Wayne County Speedway, and six stops at Tri-State Speedway in Gibson County, Indiana. We have a copy of the schedule listed with this story at WFIWRadio.com. Time now for additional sports from the Illinois Radio Network. And with that check of sports, here is Jason Gotch. Illinois Radio Network Sports, I'm Jason Gotch. It will be the Chiefs squaring off against the 49ers in Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas a week from this coming Sunday. That's because the Chiefs won at the Ravens 17-10 in the AFC Championship game yesterday. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes threw for 241 yards and one touchdown in that win. Here's head coach Andy Reid on the Big W. I thought our guys played hard, aggressive football. Um, it always starts with the offensive and defensive line. They, they came out you know, with a purpose here and, and played their hearts out. Meanwhile, the 49ers rally from 17 down at the half to tame the visiting Lions 34-31 in the NFC Championship game. Niners running back Christian McCaffrey ran for two touchdowns in that victory. Lions coach Dan Campbell passes on two makeable field goals in the second half. Electing to go for it on fourth down, and the Lions didn't pick up either first down. Here's Campbell on those questionable decisions. I don't regret those decisions, and that's hard. You know, it's hard because, you know, they didn't, we didn't come through. It wasn't able to, to work out, but I just, I don't. I don't, and I understand the scrutiny I'll get. That's part of the gig, man. And the 49ers are a four-and-a-half-point favorite over the Chiefs in the Super Bowl with the total set at 47-and-a-half. NBA Bulls win the finale of their road trip 104-96 at the Portland Trailblazers last night, snapping a two-game skid. DeMar DeRozan led the Bulls with 20 points. He grabbed seven rebounds and added six assists in that victory. College Hoops back on Saturday. The Illini held off Indiana 70-62 in Champaign. Illinois will visit Ohio State tomorrow night. Hockey, the Blues topped the visiting L.A. Kings 4-3 in overtime yesterday for their fifth straight victory. Captain Braden Shen scored the game winner on OT. Joel Hofer made 30 saves in the victory. The Blackhawks shut out 1-0 in Calgary back on Saturday. The Hawks limp into the All-Star break, having lost 20 straight road games, a franchise record. This is the Illinois Radio Network.